The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that discovers something new about history every day of the week. I'm Gabe Lussier, and in this episode, we're looking at how a cheesy gift from a small New England town made its way to the White House dinner table and became a part of U.S. history. The day was July 20th, 1801. The town of Cheshire, Massachusetts made a 1,235-pound cheese wheel as a gift for President Thomas Jefferson. It would take a great deal of effort to deliver the cheese to its recipient in Washington, D.C., but the newly elected Jefferson was held in high regard in western Massachusetts, so the task was considered well worth the trouble. The town's esteem for Jefferson seemed strange at first. After all, he had won the position by defeating John Adams, a Massachusetts native. But Cheshire was a community of Republican Baptists, an outlier in a state largely populated by Federalist Puritans. The people of Cheshire were rural farmers and didn't share Adams' desire for a stronger central government or the effect it might have on their local economy. They had also been subjected to religious discrimination in their home state, 
and in Thomas Jefferson, they saw a champion of religious liberty, someone who would strengthen the divide between church and state and prevent their future abuse. One Cheshire resident in particular, town elder and preacher John Leland, was especially fired up about the country's new president. In the summer of 1801, he convinced his congregation to pitch in for a lavish gift to honor the only politician who had their back. Leland didn't ask for money, though. Instead, he asked that every Republican in town donate a day's worth of milk from each of their cows. Once collected, the milk would be delivered to Elijah Brown's cider mill, where a specially modified press would transform the curd into a massive chunk of cheddar cheese, fit for a president. Leland underscored the idea that milk from Federalist cows should not be included in the project, lest it spoil the political purity of their gift. The idea drew wide support, and July 20th was chosen as the date for the town-wide undertaking. On that day, the cream from an estimated 900 cows was handed off to the most skilled dairy women in town. They then placed the curd inside an oversized cheese hoop and slowly lowered a giant screw on the hoop to press the cheese. This process took all day, but ultimately it yielded a ball of cheese more than 4 feet in diameter, 13 feet in circumference, and 17 inches in height. Once it was dried, the side of the cheese was reportedly inscribed with Thomas Jefferson's favorite motto, Rebellion to Tyrants is Obedience to God. Elder Leland then led the town in a hymn, gave a blessing, and dismissed the crowd after a long day's work. As for the cheese, it was allowed to age until late November, while Leland made arrangements for its transportation to Washington. It was decided that he should deliver the gift himself, along with Darius Brown, the local engineer who had adapted the cider press into a giant cheese press. With their colossal cargo in place, the two men set out through the hills of Berkshire County in a wagon drawn by six horses. A sign on the side of the wagon identified its contents as, quote, the greatest cheese in America for the greatest man in America. When they reached the Hudson River, the cheese was transferred to a boat and taken to Baltimore. From there, it was placed back in a wagon and driven the rest of the way to Washington, where it arrived on December 29, 1801. The giant ball of cheese had garnered plenty of attention during its journey. Crowds gathered wherever it passed, and newspapers either praised or mocked the endeavor, depending on which side of the political aisle they were on. One paper with a Republican bent touted the gigantic dairy product as the, quote, ultra-democratic, anti-federalist cheese of Cheshire. It was also nicknamed the mammoth cheese, marking the first use of the word mammoth as an adjective. That word was already on people's minds, as bones of prehistoric mammoths had recently been discovered in the U.S. On the morning of New Year's Day, 1802, Leland and Brown ceremoniously presented the mammoth cheese to Thomas Jefferson at the White House. Leland explained that the cheese was a token of appreciation from his supporters in Cheshire, and that it had been produced, quote, by the personal labor of freedom farmers, with the voluntary and cheerful aid of their wives and daughters, without the assistance of a single slave. It's unclear how much Jefferson cared about that last part, as he was himself an enslaver. Nonetheless, he accepted the gift, calling it, quote, 
extraordinary proof of the skill with which those domestic arts, which contribute so much to our daily comfort, are practiced by them. He also ensured the cheese's long legacy, saying, quote, I shall cause this auspicious event to be placed upon the archives of the nation, while I shall ever esteem this occasion as one of the happiest in my history. After those remarks, a White House steward began cutting up the giant cheese and dishing it out in large slices with bread. It's said that the president, his cabinet, and various other officials partook of the mammoth cheese, with Jefferson insisting that Leland take some home with him as well, so that the town could enjoy it too. Despite his gracious acceptance, the president wasn't entirely thrilled with his present. Although presidential gifts weren't uncommon at the time, Jefferson had a strict policy to refuse them, so that he couldn't be accused of impropriety. He seemed to make an exception for the mammoth cheese, but then, three days later, he paid Leland $200, making it a purchase, not a gift. As for the fate of the Cheshire cheese, it continued to be displayed and served at the executive mansion for anywhere from six months to three years. Some sources claim the cheese was still present as late as March of 1804, at which point its condition was said to be, quote, very far from being good. No one can say for certain how long the mammoth cheese was kept or when it was ultimately thrown out. Some accounts suggest it was last served at a presidential reception in 1805 and that the remainder was subsequently tossed into the Potomac River. But most historians doubt that actually happened. Today, you can relive all the excitement yourself by visiting a life-size replica of the mammoth cheese that sits next to the Ashu Wiltecook Rail Trail in Cheshire. Just bear in mind that the sculpture is made of fiberglass insulation painted to look like cheese. So if you're planning to go, BYOC. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks as always to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.